We continue with the Daily Sports Feed on ESPN Harrisonburg. I am Dave Rigger. It's a pleasure to have you along. Let's talk some EMU men's volleyball now as they are in the middle of their season, sitting at 5-3 and three so far, and they go on the road coming up to Ohio this weekend. We'll talk about that as we continue, but let's welcome the men's volleyball coach of the Royals, and that is Omar Hoyas-Alif. Hi, Coach. How are you? Hey, I'm doing very well. Uh, thank you for having me here uh, today. Absolutely. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. And you guys are right in the middle of your season. You're five and three right now. And I guess, first of all, just kind of talk about how things have gone up to this point. Are you happy for the most part with how, how things have gone? So, you know, the reality is, you know, we, we've been working very hard in order to, uh, to get where we are today. And our hopes and expectations for this season are very high. So and we, have, we have a very challenging um, schedule so far, which we're playing away for like an entire month, which is, is in order to get us ready to, uh, you know, our conference play, which, which is one of the toughest conferences in, in, in the nation. Coach, talk about the adjustment for you. You're just, you've been here for just over a year. You were here for last season and then for this season. But, but how has the adjustment been for you as far as the guys getting to know you, them buying into your culture? Has it been pretty smooth? So I this this will be my my second season. This is my first full season. I came in last year in January, just ten days before we started the season. So have been here now for a full year and being able to work with the with all the returning players plus able to bring on board. You know, it's been it's been very helpful. You know, we've been able to you know uh, work on 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 a lot of things, but mostly. It is having them to buy into my structure and culture, which is key in order for uh, uh, the success that we we are starting to to have. Did they buy in right away? Did it take some time for them to buy into to kind of what you what you're doing and the culture that you want to build? So, I, I have to be very sincere here with you and tell you, uh, these guys were eager to to be coached and to get them in, in the winning route. Um, you know, they've been losing for, for many years. And so so they bought in pretty quick. You know, there have been, you know, there struggles here and there as, as, as it is normal. But, you know, in, in yeah, I would say, you know, they, they, they bought in pretty fast and, and they're working pretty hard and they, are, they believe in themselves right now. You know, talk about this team a little bit. And th- th- again, this this program has come a long way. A couple of years ago, they won just two matches the entire year. You won eleven last year, and then this year you're five and three so far. Um, can you just talk uh, about how the guys have bought in and really bought into your culture? And it does seem like they've kind of turned things around. So first of all, they they have bought into the the discipline and and the team concept. You know. Um, Believing in in the structure that I have put together, and they also have put in into there has to be a balance, which has to come from, you know, you have to be able to do well in the classroom in order to be able to perform at a higher level in the gym. So you know, both of them come hand by hand, and that's part part of of my structure. So you know, they have come in with it. I, I was able to change their entire mindset and their mental toughness in order from from one to because most of the kids I have right now they've been here for three or four years so they haven't win for three or four years their first winning season which for them was a winning season was last year when we end up 11 and 14 when you compare them to previous season when they only won two games and then the previous one they only won like one game things like that so 
you know, they they have been able to understand what are the sacrifices and what is the discipline that it is needed in order to become a, a, a competitive team and be able to challenge at a national level. We're talking to EMU men's volleyball coach Omar Hoyas-Alif as again they're in the middle of their season right now sitting at 5-3. and three. And it, it does seem like these guys have put in a ton of work to, to really buy in and, and they, they've gotten after it, haven't they? They, they have gone, you know, they, they have they have buy into it. They are working hard as a team. They're believing in each other. They're trusting each other, and they're trusting the process. And you mentioned we are five and three. Let me let me give you a, a, a little bit of clarification there. The three losses that we have, we lost. Uh, one of them was with, uh, against the number eighteen team in the nation, which we, we were at their house and we. Lost to them in four sets, and the last set, the fourth set, was 28-26. And the other two losses that we have are against two D1, D2 teams that we played last week. So we have been able, within our, you know, the level of the team of our of D3, we have been able to to be uh, uh, on the on the winning side. And I'm sure that shows you and shows your guys that you're right there. You can compete with about anybody, can't you? That's yeah. That's idea. We still got. We still have long ways to go. We we are shooting to be in in our, our peak sometime during half season, which is half to the end of the season. That's when we want to be in our peak. Again, we're talking to uh, Omar Huiz Alif. He is the men's volleyball coach at, at Eastern Mennonite University. They sit at five and three right now. And you know, coach, talk about your team a little bit. It seems like a really balanced team. David Ward leads you leads you right now in kills per set, but you've got a lot of guys that that are, are right between one and two kills per set. It seems like you've got a very balanced team. Is that a strength of yours? Uh, you know, so one of the things that I was able to do this year, I was able to add height and and physicality. Uh, we lack a little bit of height last year and, and physicality, and that have, has helped the, the guys that we had from, from the previous year. Uh, yeah, there, there's, there's a balance, uh, uh, you know, offense that we run. Uh, we like to, to get our middles going, and then we split up our offense to our pins. Uh, so, you know, one day we might have Dave heading, the other day we might have Nate or, or one of our middles. So it's very balanced. I think one of the keys that we it has helped us a lot it is our defense. We are we are very very we're a great defensive team, especially on our block. We're average close like to a ten blocks per game, which which in men's volleyball that's high. <laughs> that is high because it is hard to block in in men's volleyball. Do you feel like that's the strength of your team? Well, so far, you know, it has we we've been able to. To control a high-level offense with our blocking and our defense, uh, you know, defense starts with block. So we've been able to to control those teams that way. The other way, the other thing that we've been doing, we've been very physical. You know, we we add physicality to the game with our serve and 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 we're hitting. Is that something that you kind of brought to them and said, "Hey, this is this is how we're going to play. We're going to be physical. We're going to be a defensive team." Is that is that did did that mentality kind of have to change for these guys? Um, yeah, definitely. You know, when I got here, uh, their mentality was one that um, you just win by hitting very hard and hitting down. And you know, and through through the time, through the practices, I showed them that at this level you can't swing down because you're facing blocks that are six nine six ten in front of you. So you have to be still physical, but you have to be able to 
know how to swing high, swing deep, swing around the block, you know, uh, when when you have to reset, things like that. So, uh, and they have bought into it, they have learned, and, and that's what we, part of the success that we're seeing now is that they're executing at, at, at that level. Coach, how do you go about kind of recruiting? And again, a lot of these guys were here when you got here, but but there's a lot of Virginia kids on this roster, but you've got kids from Florida and California, other places. But um, again, men's volleyball just, I don't know that it gets the, the exposure that, that that probably the women's game does in the fall with you guys playing right now, but, but how do you go about kind of constructing your roster? So when I, when I got here, actually 100% of the kids – the players are from Virginia, except one from that which he's originally from Los Angeles, California, but he lives here in Virginia. So I would say 100% of my players were from Virginia. So what I did it is uh, I start expanding my my recruiting footprint in order to get higher talent and avoid to compete against some of the Virginia because we have a lot of Virginia schools here that are have men's volleyball on, on at the D3 level. So. I expanded my footprint and I went out to Florida, recruited a couple of kids from Florida, recruited one kid from Puerto Rico, and, and several kids from Virginia. Going forward next year, I'm, I already expanded it more, a little bit more. You know, I'm bringing kids from North Carolina, kids from Puerto Rico, kids from from Texas uh, on board. Uh, you know, and in order for me to be able to do that, it is very important that they see that the program is on a, on, a, on an upway. You know, meaning that we're, we're winning. Okay, so 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 that's that's my strategy. Okay, we're talking to Omar Hoya Salif. He is the men's volleyball coach at EMU, and, and right now things are turning around. You guys are playing very very well. You mentioned the teams you've lost to, and you know, coach, give me some background on on you again. Um, you you're you played professionally um, at the University of Charleston. You also played in the Dominican Republic and, and other places. Um, you you coached in Puerto Rico for a long time. You've been down in Florida for quite a while. Get, talk about your background a little bit. So I've been in sports my entire life, and I, you know, for me, when I'm today, I own I own two sports. Um, you know, I've been coaching from uh, probably when I was 25 years old. That's when I started coaching, and you know, I was able to work with my with my own sons and and, and my daughters uh, to get them to 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 play also at the college level, and I was you know. Uh, involved in playing, you know, sports during high school and then during college, and then I went on to to play uh, basketball professionally. But I, I, you know, it was it's funny because none of you know I have two daughters and one son. None of them wanted to play basketball. <laughs> all of them want, all of them wanted to play volleyball. So I didn't have any other choice. I did play volleyball when I was in high school. I played a little bit in college. So I didn't have any other option that I had to go into volleyball 100%, you know, and that's how I I, I went into uh, fully invested into volleyball. Was that something that that you were apprehensive about? Did did you know much about the men? Obviously, you played a little bit, but did you you know much about the men's game? Uh, Yes, you know... (laughs) I I've been with the, in the men's side for for a long time, especially in Puerto Rico. I have my son plays volleyball. He's in college right now. He he plays for George Mason University. So uh, you know, I've been with him and I've been involved with uh, at the international level a, a little bit also. 
So, you know, for the past 10, 12 years, I, I've been able to, to learn from, from, the, from some of the best coaches in, on, the, on, on the men's side. You know, learn from, you know, coaches like the, the Penn State coach, uh, uh, you know, uh, Jay Hosack from George Mason, from, from different coaches that I have been able to, to share and learn from them, and that's been very helpful. Yeah, I'm sure it has. We're talking to Omar Hoya Salif again, the men's volleyball coach at EMU, as they're in the middle of their season right now, sitting at five and three. We'll talk about more of their schedules we continue. But you know, talk about coaching in, in Puerto Rico and then coming into Florida um, and, and some of the background that you did there, because you were you were high school coach for a little while. You, you coached some clubs. I mean, you, you've coached uh, quite a few different levels, haven't you? Yes, correct. You know, coaching in Puerto Rico it, it is very uh, it's very different than coaching in the United States. Because in, in the, the the culture in Puerto Rico is it's, it's a culture about winning. It not doesn't matter what you have to win, okay. And the um, the point of view or the or the perspective from the parents are that uh, you know you have to look find ways that for a team to win, and sometimes they they don't look into the future about development and and how can I get how can my son become or my daughter become a better player through development and learning? And, you know, through the the, the necessary stages and and, and, uh, and steps to follow the process. So you go into a court in Puerto Rico to play at a, at an age level of 14 years old, and you see 500 fans there, and they're on top of the court, and they're cheering, and they're yelling at the players, and they're very excited, and they're there's, you know, there's this excitement among fans, fans one from one team to the other, because the culture is about winning. It is good because it creates this this type of a, of winning mentality in the players. But on the other hand, it is a challenge because it, there's more than winning. In order to become a great player, you have to go to all these stages and you have to 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 go through all all the learning processes. Uh, which, which sometimes in Puerto Rico we tend to to go away from because of the winning mentality. Okay, you know when I went to Florida, then it was it was a lot different because kids in Puerto Rico, like in Brazil, for example, in Puerto Rico, the kids when they're born, they're born either with a volleyball or a basketball. <laughs> right. In Brazil, it's with a soccer ball or a volleyball, but very different. You know. Those kids uh, in Puerto Rico, they start playing since they're nine, ten years old. Here, in, when I got here in Florida, to Florida, uh, the, um, the the mentality was completely, you know, it was changed uh, because the reality is here they start playing around age 12, 13, 14 years old. They don't, the, the coordination of the players is not there yet. Because usually they start growing after 14 years old, 14, 15, 16. That's when they, you know, they 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 they, they grow four, five, six inches. So they're they're still not coordinated. So it is more about teaching them the game slowly, so they can learn it, and eventually they pick up and and get it. Uh, so it is not much about winning. It is more about developing, mm-hmm. which is a completely, you know, contrast to Puerto Rico and, and places like Brazil. Um, you know, te- te- technique, technical wise, 
the kids in Puerto Rico, they're as, as, as technical, high level as the kids here in, in the United States. It's just a matter, you know, of uh, when they start playing, how soon and, or, or they develop, and also it's all the other factor is genetics, you know. Sure, yeah. Uh, it, that's, that, that plays a huge factor. Very interesting to, to see the differences there. Did you enjoy your time in Florida? Again, we're talking to Omar Hoyas Alif as he went from Puerto Rico to Florida. You coached some high school and some club stuff there. Did you enjoy your time in Florida before you came up here? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. You know, I, I had the opportunity to coach men, boys and coach girls over there. And, and the girls, girls is another, it's a different, completely different. You know, girls are well-developed. You know, they know how to play the game early. So it's you have to coach them differently, but but it was it was a great experience. Talk about your decision to take this job um, at the start of the 2023 season. Just talk about that a little bit. What drew you to this job? What was it about EMU and, and coming here to try and turn this program around? So it it, it is it's interesting because um, I wasn't looking for a college job, you know. And I got this call from a friend of mine, which he, he he's a college coach, and he said to me, listen, there's this opportunity over there here at EMU. I think it might be good for you to, to take it, and I, do you want me to recommend you? I said, well, let's see what happens. Go ahead. <laughs> so I wasn't expecting anything. And, you know, I go through a process, and, and here I am today. I, I saw what they – you know, the, what, you know their wins and losses. I saw where they at, and my my position was well. There's nowhere down that we can go. It's from there we are just gonna go up. Uh, and I and I took on the challenge. You know, I came here. I talked to to the AD and the different people here, and I told them my plan and how I wanted to structure these. They they bought into it and. They're giving me their, their full support, and so far, you know, it's been uh, so good. Was it exciting to see that challenge or, or have that challenge that, that, you know, they've really struggled, but, man, I want to be the one to turn this around? Was that an exciting challenge for you? It, it was exciting, but I, I, can, I, can, I can tell you that this is funny. When I, when I saw them the first time, uh, practice i asked them to record a practice for me and i wanted to see that practice when i saw them uh, on the court practicing it reminded me a movie that was called the bat new bears (laughs) yes i do remember that one (laughs) so it reminded me that so i knew i had to come here and turn it completely around 100 percent. you know from everything from you know from their their the way they uh, you know uh, uniforms or practice gear, uh, the way they approach the uh, the training, the practices, you know, the way they treat themselves in regards to how they they take care of take care of themselves from you know nutrition wise to athletic training, make sure you're 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 physically able to over to to um, be able to sustain the load of, of playing at the college level. So it was, you know, it was a complete remake. With, I know, 
You want to win on every game, but even take wins and losses out of it, which they've been good, again, especially from where this program was. Are you even surprised by by how much everything has changed in just over a year and now your second season and how the, the kids have bought in and how the culture is so much different than, than when you watch that practice? Are you even amazed sometimes at how quickly it's kind of turned? Um, you know, I will say I... I was expecting it because I'm, I'm putting a lot of time into it and I'm, I'm, I'm working with them pretty hard and I am uh, having them believe uh, that it can be done and that that the reality there's no um, no limits uh, on the things that as a team we can do if everybody uh, you know uh, rose the same way. So I, I would say, you know, I'm, I'm not surprised. I would say I, I really uh, am expecting a lot more things from, from this team. Well, that, uh, I, I'm sure you, you found some hungry kids, didn't you? That just, they they want to win. They want to do the right, things the right way. Uh, and I'm sure because of that, they've bought it and they've worked really hard for you. But I'm sure there were, there were some hungry kids waiting for that. They were, you know, as as everything when you go into a, into an a scenario that it is a little bit unknown because they have been in a, a, doing things for from you know x and y ways different ways for several years so you know you're going to encounter different reactions and you're going to encounter some type of resistance from some of the players so it was about, you know, where you guys want to be. Do you guys want to be and stay where you are? You guys want to be basically, you know, the guys that start turning this program around. Uh, you know, and and I, I was very clear with them in regards to either you're cheaping or you're going to cheap out. And, you know, and unfortunately I had to let go of a couple of players because they were not buying into what we wanted to do. Uh, but everybody else bought into it, and they they were very hungry to win, and they are very they they're very hungry right now, and they want to keep winning. You know, they want to they want to demonstrate uh, everybody that they can do it. Yeah, I'm sure they do, no doubt. Now, Thalia is on your staff. Is that your daughter? Yeah, that's my daughter. One of my daughters. How how special is that to have her on your coaching staff? So. For the, the time and the moment that we are right now in this program, it is very special because she knows me and she knows what I'm looking for. And she makes that balance on the coaching side, on the, on the things that I'm, I, I wanted to do and the way I approach the kids. And she also can also do her own thing knowing that uh, what I'm looking for. So it, it is very good. It, it is very, very important to have her right now. Yeah, I'm sure it is. No doubt about that. You guys are on the road this weekend going back to – you're going to Ohio. And, again, you're going to play a, a Mount St. Joseph team that you, you beat in five sets to begin the season back in January at your place. So you play there. You play at Wittenberg University and then play Penn State Barron all in Ohio coming up this weekend. How challenging will this weekend be for you guys? So it's going to be challenging because we have to uh, get on the bus for seven hours and then get off the bus <laughs> right. and have two hours of rest to, to play. And then we play the following day two games. So, you know, it, 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 there's a challenge. But uh, the only way you can become a great team is if you're able to 
surpass those challenges. And my expectation for this weekend is for us to go 3-0. and 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 I know we can do it, and they also know they can do it. So it's a matter, as I told them, preparation for this weekend started already several weeks ago. Okay, and, and, you know, in regards to nutrition, resting, practices, all that kind of uh, things. I'm sure it did. And, and, and you guys will host a tournament. You've got some home matches. You've got some big games coming up. You start conference play, and then you've got a, a home tournament as well, which we'll talk about here in a few weeks. But, Coach, it was great to catch up with you and kind of get to know you a little bit more, and we'll have to do this much more often. So we'll, we'll keep tabs on you guys throughout your season, get you on a few more times. But uh, thank you for everything, and good luck this weekend. No, no, thank you for, for having me, you know, and I, I just ask, you know, I want to take the, the, the opportunity here to ask the people from, from you know, from from Harrisonburg, from Rockingham to come and support. You know, we're the only men's volleyball team here in the area, actually in the Shenandoah Valley. So uh, we would love for, for everybody to support us. Absolutely. Coach, thank you again. I appreciate it. Okay, thank you.